Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike. With me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are reviewing week five and projecting week six. That's that's week six, as in one, two, three, four, five, six, because that's where we are in the season. Yes. Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. And how about yourself? Um, I'm actually doing pretty well. I can't complain. I had a relatively nice weekend, although I did not have the greatest football weekend. Oh, uh, well, yeah. not everybody can have a, 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 a successful weekend and a successful football weekend. All No, same. no, not all the time. I get yeah. that. Um, it is Wednesday, October 12th. We recently celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving. So happy belated Thanksgiving to you and everyone else listening from Canada. It's because like, come on, like the snow's coming. Yes. And we just have to do things different than the U.S. We do. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so how was your Thanksgiving? Was it was it good? Did you eat lots? It was good. Uh, no, I, I kept things in moderation this year. Okay. Um, we uh, did the whole family thing on uh on sunday uh mm-hmm. so we you know, went over to the brother-in-laws had they had a big turkey had a big ham so had all the, the little fixings and stuff like that so it was it was good all right it was good uh, quick question yourself? this question's been floating around for a, a while this week um what is your favorite side dish oh it's the stuffing yeah. Okay. Good. Perfect. That that is that's, that's totally you know what that's that that totally tr- that actually trumps the turkey and the uh, yeah. and the ham. And unfortunately, unfortunately, oh, no. um, her brother and my wife's brother had never done stuffing before, so oh, he was, he took the stab at it for the family. Oh, okay. And it did not work out. Oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it came out more like a, a more like a, a bread custard pudding type thing. He didn't realize he had to use dry breadcrumbs so he's moist and then put the liquid in and he didn't know what he's doing so you know give him props for trying but uh you know but personally my favorite my top two things is you gotta have top-notch stuffing and you gotta have top-notch gravy those are the two things those those two things together are like heaven and then you have to have a Big ass couch to have it. Oh yeah, that's it. That's that's definitely. (laughs) Put yourself into a turkey coma, and yeah, uh, yeah, you enjoy yourself. Oh, that's awesome. How was yours? It was good. I did not get stuffing this year. Uh, I missed out on that, and I've actually been thinking about doing my own, just to make my own homemade stuffing this weekend. Oh, very nice. Yeah, uh, without a turkey, I have a really nice um, crock pot recipe. Ah. So the bottom half gets that nice, soggy, juicy moist, and the top side gets that nice, crispy, crusty. Ah. Uh, so, so you get mix it all together. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's really good. Um, yeah, I've been really thinking about it because I did not get it. I worked on on Sunday, and Kara went to the, the big family get-together and brought me home a dinner plate, but no stuffing because there was none left. Oh, no. But so like, all right, I got to enjoy something nonetheless. And then on Monday, uh, because I had worked Sunday, I didn't have time to prep or cook anything for Monday's meal with my family. Uh, we decided to order in some Chinese food, which was actually really good. We enjoyed it. It was fun. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, the, 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 the important part is hanging out with the family. And Oh, yeah, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did find out I had another guilty pleasure this weekend, though. Uh-oh. What, the keg? 
where we went uh, for dinner no, on Friday. No, okay, no. <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, although I'm, I will not do the, uh, the Oscar again. No, I will not do that. The seafood Oscar. I will do something different next time. That was, I really wanted the giant jumbo grilled shrimp and all I got was little tiny shrimp. So yeah. Anyways, uh, what I found out is uh, Kara had a bunch of activities and stuff planned uh, for the weekend, trying to keep the kids busy and what have you. So she decided, you know what? I'm going to be smart. I'm going to order a bunch of pizza Friday night when we got home from the keg. Okay. So what does she do? I'm downstairs. I'm, I'm working on some stuff, actually prepping for some podcast things. And I could smell pizza. I'm like, this is weird. Because like I'm full. Like My body is still full from going out. <laughs> and I'm like, I smell pizza. Like, I'm, I'm tripping. So I go upstairs. And sure enough, there's five boxes of Pizza Hut pizza on the counter. And I was like, what five are you doing? Like, it, was, it was the five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks deal. So she's like, I oh. bought the pizza. And then I loaded up on all the five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. Oh, there you go. And I was like, awesome. And I ate a box. Oh. Uh-huh. So I'm, I just told you, I, my body was full. And I was, yeah, I regretted my decision on Saturday. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really like the Pizza Hut pizza. It is cheap and it is just nasty pizza, but I love it. It's so yeah. good. So greasy and so good. Yep. Yeah. I just, so I ended up eating that as a <laughs> late snack on Friday. Oh, there you uh, go. I took it for my lunch uh, for work on Saturday. I ate it again for supper on Saturday night. And at this point, all the pizza was gone. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So I, I crushed a lot of Pizza Hut pizza. And I'm admitting to you and everybody listening that I have a... Oh, what's the best way to describe this? A, a guilty pleasure for Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Anyways... So that's uh, that's Thanksgiving. Those are those are my guilty pleasures of the week. Um, anything else going on in your world you want to you want to chinwag about before we uh, we start talking some football? No, I. You know what? I uh, nothing really is going on. And how about yourself? Ah, uh, let's see now. Hmm. Nope. Life is life's pretty normal. Yeah. I can't. Um. Oh, you know what? I am very, very, very slowly catching up on a lot of shows that I've been dying to watch because busy guy have a hard time uh, carving out time for things like that. Um, but I have finally finished uh, a series that I enjoyed, and now I'm picking up. Oh, like I'm I'm still working through the Andor and She Hulk series, but I found time to start um, Star Trek Picard season two okay. because I saw a trailer for season three. Oh wow. <laughs> so like I know I'm behind because season three is coming. I'm like, oh, right. okay, well, I, this looks really good. I better catch up. So I watched, I think, the first episode and a half. And so far, really liking that. That's pretty good. Enjoying that show. Well, I, you know, along that same line of, uh, of, of thought, I guess, um, a show that I've been into since it first started, Gold Rush. Oh, um, yeah, okay, yep, yep. I mean, it's, it's, oh, I don't even, can't even think of how many seasons it's, we're into, but, um, I kind of fell off the bandwagon, just had them continuing to record on our PVR. Yeah. So I've got like two and a half years worth of, oh, wow. <laughs> like 48, 48 episodes. Yeah. And, uh, Monday night, I just said, you know what? I'm going to start watching these again because 
the football game ended relatively early. Yeah. And uh, so I said, I'll start watching some of these again. And uh, yeah, now I'm starting to get back into watching yeah, those. Back in. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, nice segue. Let's talk about some football. Oh, you know what? Better yet, let's give some shout outs. Yes. yes we have, here we have some special ones. We do. We have some requests. So just so you guys know, we give a, we're offering up some shout outs to, to you, your league mates, your friends, your foes, whoever they may be. If you want us to give you or somebody you know a shout out on the show, just hit us up. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook at Poor Man Football. It's all one word. Or you can find us somehow, some miracle way on Sleeper. I'm at Go Guy Go. And Andrew is at Andpray. That's A-N-D-P-R-Y. So this week's shout-outs go to our friend Jay Jefferson. I wonder if that's Justin Jefferson. Could you imagine if that was actually the case? So at Jay Jefferson, uh, we're we're in a league together, uh, and he wants me to recognize his friends in the Necessary Roughness Fantasy League in San Jose, California. So thank you for listening, guys, and tuning in. Appreciate you. And I get to give a shout-out to uh, some buddies of mine in our guillotine league who got the axe last week and this week. Um, Fire Dad 065 and Section 700 for being eliminated in our guillotine league. Welcome to the sidelines, boys. And shout out! Are you on the sidelines as well, Mike, or did you survive oh, yeah. through? Oh, no, no. I got I got crushed. My um, We'll get into this a little bit later, but I, I suffered from making some poor Lions choices. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And got eliminated. Wow. So these so these guys lasted longer than you did. They did. Yep, they did. Ah. Well, mm-hmm. extra shout out to them then for, for beating <laughs> <Hey>. you. <laughs> yeah, well, you you make poor choices, you will get poor results. That's right. And we tell we tell all our kids that, right? <laughs> yeah. That is a great teaching moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, great shout out. And again, like you said, Mike, if there's anybody out there that's listening that uh wants to throw a shout out to somebody, just let us know and we will gladly do it. Hit us up. Yep. Here we are. It's football talk time. We've got news. We've got notes. We've got all kinds of things. First of all, I do want to talk to you about Monday night's game real quick. Your Chiefs yes. versus the Raiders. Were you worried at halftime when you saw the score? Oh, yeah. I was worried because I hadn't started watching the game and you texted me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, the Chiefs are looking pretty bad. I'm like, yeah. oh, I, what was my response? Thanks, Mike. I haven't, I haven't started watching I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, right, you're PBRing it. I'm like, sorry, dude, just um, when you catch but, up. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Yes, I was. I, I, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, you know what? I might actually win one of my leagues because my homes won't get his points. And so I might actually win in that league. Because okay. I was up by – I think I was up by like uh, 16 or 17 in, in the right. league. And the guy had my homes to, to play. Right. Um. But I lost that one, but won two others because Mahomes and Kelsey <laughs> the, the went nuts. Yeah. No, that's freaking awesome. Four touchdowns for Travis Kelsey. Yeah. That's... Wow. Um, so I wonder how many teams, how many players, because of like like all, everybody who went off, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, um, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, like all those players that went off, how many people won and lost leagues because of what happened on Monday night? A ton. I'm sure it's fun. Um, I was in one league where I had Travis Kelsey. That's the only player I had left, and I did not have a shot at winning. But man, I came close. Like to like, I I'm like, 
hey, I'm tapping you on the shoulder because Travis Kelsey, man, all he has to do is fumble or not not fumble and just just catch one more pass and I win. I came back from a an, an inglorious deficit. Uh, didn't win, but man, it sure felt good making that push. And that that's that's well. Uh, I just want to figure out which league it was in. I think it's crazy, man. Just waiting yeah. for it to load. Um, yes. Uh, I was down uh, in that game by 22 points going into Monday night's game. So I, I had written the game off because I thought, okay, well, sure, Travis Kelsey, 18, 19 points, but I'm still not going to win. And I ended up uh, winning 125 to 123. Oh man, Cl- narrowest victory of the week. Yeah. Oh, poor dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? But I mean, he like he had he like he had uh he had uh, uh Jacoby or or yeah, J- Jacobs. Jamar. Um you know, 28 points for, off of him. Like oh, Josh the game the game, yeah, Josh Jacobs um yeah. had lots of uh, point getters right you know like uh, he had Lockett got him 24 points um you know he had a good week I, it's just my you one guy went off <laughs> that's all it takes it's all it takes yeah. is one guy. and and it, and, re, and realistically I, I did the same thing to Donnie because I came back with those with Mahomes and Kelsey to beat him I shouldn't have won in our in our home league in poor man yeah. in yeah. poor man I should not have won that's okay. Donnie's not having a very good season so far. No, no. <laughs> but those two players, man, half your points right yes. there. It's awesome. All right. Well, before we uh, we head any further, I'm going to share three pieces of news from my desktop calendar. All right. First piece of news comes back from all the way in 2003 on October 6th. The Colts complete a stunning comeback to the to down the Bucks, 38 to 35. I want you guys to remember this score. 38 to 35 in overtime in Raymond James stadium in Tampa, Indianapolis trails 35 to 14 with less than four minutes remaining. A 90 yard kickoff by Brad Pyatt sets up James Mungro's three yard touchdown run. After recovering the onside kick, Peyton Manning throws a 28 yard TD strike to receiver Marvin Harrison. The Colts score again on Ricky Williams, one yard run completing an 85-yard drive with 35 seconds remaining for a 35-35 deadlock. In overtime, Mike Vanderjet, famous CFL kicker, converts a 29-yard field goal for the victory. That was on October 6th. Uh, Peyton Manning was known for that, doing coming from behind to win. Yeah, so that score ended 38-35. Remember that. We'll come back to it in a second. Next piece of news I have is when on October 8th in, no, it doesn't say when. We'll get to, oh, here we go, 1975. So in 1975, when asked about his game-winning pass against the Vikings in the playoffs in 1975, Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach said, I guess it's a Hail Mary pass. You know, you throw it up and pray he catches it. Staubach's Hail Mary has been in football lexicon ever since. So that's where that all started. That's wow. where that comes from. Neat. I like that one. Wow. Now here's a this one's this one this one's really good. So remember that score uh, 38 35? Listen to this. 
on October 10th, 2003, Michigan, as in our Michigan Wolverines, score 31 points in the fourth quarter to defeat Minnesota 38-35. to Wow. At the Metrodome in Minneapolis, the Golden Gophers enjoy a commanding 28-7 to lead at the end of the third quarter, led by quarterback John Navarro. A Navarro? The Wolverines cut the margin to 28-21 to on a TD pass to Chris Perry and an interception return for a score. Minnesota quarterback Assad Abdul-Khalik answers with a touchdown on a 62-yard run before Navarre throws two more TD passes to Braylon Edwards and Perry to tie the score 35-35. Freshman Garrett Rivas boots the game-winning field goal from the 33 yards with 47 seconds remaining. Go blue. A lot of those names actually made it to the NFL, too. That's pretty sweet. Yep. No, that's a good one. See, I would have thought the Hail Mary would have mm-hmm. come out of Notre Dame. Sure, strong Catholic school. Um, yeah. Something along that line would have would have clicked, but yeah. no. Roger Staubach from 1975, game-winning Hail Mary pass over the Minnesota Vikings. Very cool. Very cool trivia. Uh, now you can go back to your friends and say, hey. Hey, did you know? Do you know where that phrase came from? Well, let so, me tell some other interesting news. Um, I noticed here you you have uh, in our notes here, the Panthers decided yeah. to, to do some sweeping out of the house. I thought much sooner than than I expected. I didn't think they would they would have fired him this early in the season and moved on. So they fired their uh, Matt Rule, the head coach, and the defensive coordinator. Yeah, but that team. Not that they would not that anybody really expected them to do anything, but I think they're they're showing their potential of maybe not winning another game. <laughs> I like how you put that. Showing their potential that they may never win another game. This now, season. This season <laughs> they might win next year, but <laughs> that's a different question. Uh yeah, I think uh they are the highest odds on favor to be the one oh one next yeah. year. Uh, they are in really rough shape. And there's been lots of trade talks about teams coming to knock on doors to help unload some of their veteran players and uh, salary cap issues. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, with me, um, with Baker Mayfield, you know, now potentially injured, mm-hmm. um, their rookie quarterback that they drafted, who's out for the year. Now, yep. Now they're scrambling to, Find a, a PJ Walker, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who is PJ Walker? I, I, you know what? Maybe this kid comes in and 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 has the the, the game of his life. Maybe, um, but you know, it it does not look very favorable for them. And no, no, no. I mean that team, that team, and one other team, and we'll get to that other team in just a moment. Um, seems to be imploding. Mm-hmm. on themselves um and where that train wreck is going to stop it's hard to say um another little bit of of news and i thought it was a lot worse until you corrected me but well it, that it's my personal opinion it doesn't make it fact the incident still occurred yes um mr Devante adams getting charged with assault. Uh, 
um, for shoving a camera guy. Um, whether the camera guy deserved it or the camera guy intentionally walked in front of him to try and egg him on or what have you, <clears throat> again, still in my personal opinion, you are the one making millions of dollars. Yep. You are the one that's going to get crucified in the media now. Oh, in the public. For, for in the you- public, every all of that. Just walk away. Yes, I'm sure, I, I know you're frustrated because of the game, the way it went. <clears throat> and really, they should not have lost that game. Um, I'm glad they did, but they shouldn't have. Right. But you are you are the one under the microscope, not him. Mm-hmm. Walk away. Just hey, sorry, man. And walk away. Don't don't let your emotions get the better of you. And I understand the frustration, right? We we we've played sports, we we know what that's like. Yes. Um, I'm I'm an audiovisual guy. That is that is my job, my career, my my passion. That is what I do. And I know from working events, what that guy did, he should have been shoved to the ground. He should have been stepped on, should have been stampeded on. That was a criminal act in our industry to do something along that line where, hey, you walked, and I'm going to guess this guy was not paying attention. He walked uh, to a spot. He needed to go wherever it is he needed to go. He didn't check. He didn't. He didn't look both ways before he crossed the street, and he crossed in front of an athlete, someone who's actually being paid to be there to put on the show. You walked in front and messed with the talent. You would not have a job the next day if that's something that you did in our industry. I I do not fault what Devonte Adams did. I think he was fault well within his right. If a sidelong, whether you're a media, paparazzi, uh, um, maybe not a referee, but if you're somebody who's not paying attention to the world that's going on around you and you deliberately walk through the path of oncoming players, you're good. Yeah, you, you get what you get. You don't you don't walk onto the street with, with oncoming traffic. That's dumb. You do not have the right of way. The traffic will kill you. That's just that's the way it goes. That's that's my personal yeah. opinion. So yeah. I hope he gets a small slap on the wrist um, and moves along, and that that guy doesn't get fifty minutes of fame, and we completely forget who that person is because that was a dumb thing to do. Personal opinion. Yeah, so. and 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 at at the end of the day, I think that's kind of you you hit the nail on the head. He may be looking for his fifteen minutes of fame and and his opportunity to make a a, a paycheck out of it. That hey, I'm going to charge you with assault because now all of a sudden my shoulder doesn't work and I can't run my camera and I can't do this, I can't do that, and I I, I want a million dollars in damages, um, yeah. you know, and that's the sad part of if that was if he did it intentionally, that's the sad part of it. Yeah. And I hope we never talk about this this incident or this person again because that was just dumb. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, some some other bits of news. Um, yes. I, I want to talk about, um, well, I want you to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I don't want yes. to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I'll let um, you Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. This, this, is, this is my other team that on the surface looks like they could be in some trouble and be having some 
personality conflicts and some player issues. Um, there were Aaron Rodgers did a post game interview, um, and it apparently leaked out of the locker room what another player said after their loss this weekend. Okay. Um, for those that don't know, they were in England and mm-hmm. they kind of blew the game, a game that they should have won. Um, and they lost and somebody in the locker room, and I don't know who the person was that said it because they didn't, I, I didn't catch the name, but somebody who is a larger player, not like, like not a size, but a bigger name. name. Okay. Um, turned around and said, great, we blew this one. I guess we're going to blow next weekend too. Like basically saying they're screwed and they're going to lose again next weekend based on the way the team is playing right now. Ooh. So one of the reporters asked Aaron Rodgers about this and Aaron Rodgers just kind of went off saying, look, I am a visual guy. I am one of these guys that believes in you make what happen happen. So if somebody in our locker room is going to throw that negativity out there, it may just happen to us. I believe in making things happen for yourself. So, you know, maybe the guy, maybe that so-and-so in the locker room needs to check his attitude and become more of a positive uh, person around the rest of the team. And, and you know what? I Everybody that listens to this knows how much I do not like Rodgers. Yeah, I'm a Lions fan. You, you don't I, like Rodgers. I will give him props for saying that. Maybe he should. Maybe he should have just avoided the elephant in that question and just said, "You know what? We're going to deal deal with this internally. I I don't have a comment on what was said, and deal with it inside the locker room." But I do applaud him by saying, "Hey, you know what? We're we will make happen what happen what happens. If we think we're going to lose, we'll probably lose. If we think we're going to win." We'll win. We'll make it happen. I just, you know, that team just seems to be, again, like Carolina. Things are starting to line up for the things to start happen badly for them. And it, uh, it could be a bad thing for their, their, their season. You know, are they going to be as bad as the Bears? No, probably not. But could they miss the playoffs? If they keep going the way they're going, they might. Yeah. Well, you you lost to the Giants. So my question is, are the Giants really that good? Or is there something wrong with with the Packers? I'm going to go with a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Yes. I think the – is it Brian Dable? That's the head coach of the the Giants right now? Uh, Gable, Gable, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think what they've got going on there – is is working it's happening they're taking advantage of every situation and making it work they're not quitting they're and like to me they are in a situation where i thought my lines would be where they're winning games and the belief system is starting to rise yes so and i think i think a big part of that is them getting back to their running game mm -hmm. making go back to your identity go to your identity go to the guys that are your bread and butter because who's left on the wide receiver side Darius Slayton, hurt. number one. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Galladay's done and injured, and he doesn't even play when he is healthy. Uh, you've got Wandell Robinson on injury. You've got Kadarius Tony on injury. Sterling Shepard is now gone. Um, 
Well, you you have no names. Um, what was that guy's name you picked up the other day? Dennis Stills. Yep. Like yeah. okay, cool. Like I don't know who these guys are. I'm not even paying that close attention. Well, and, when you're the when you well, become the number three on a team, you start to get a little bit noticed, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, you may only get five or six uh, attempts thrown to you, but if you can make the the most of those five or six attempts, look at Kelsey. He only had like eight catches. And four, touchdowns. And four touchdowns, yeah, yeah. But right. we played so. dynasty, so from a dynasty perspective, um, we pick these guys up and stash them on our bench in the hopes they turn into something. We yeah. don't do it with the intention to put them in our lineup anytime soon. No, it's like, hey, look, I'm going to drop somebody who's shown me they've done nothing. I'm going to put you in that spot. I'm going to wait and see. Do you turn into something? Yeah. Great example, Greg Dorch. Greg Dorch for the first four weeks was absolutely fantastic. Came out of nowhere, and I think a couple guys might have played him throughout various leagues that we're in towards weeks three and four. Week five, however, completely off the radar, played two snaps. I'm like, okay, well, that just shows me that you literally filled in because they had no other option. You were used and you performed, but they don't have faith in you because the moment somebody else they think is better came back, they put you in the starting role or put them in the starting role and put you back on the bench. Yeah. I'm like, that sucks. But you know what? You grab a guy, you stash him, you hold him, you see if something turns out. But that, that, same, that, same, that same guy, mm-hmm. if somebody goes down again, they, they'll have the confidence that that guy can go back into a start. Put him and, right and, maybe, and maybe he, he proves, them, proves them wrong that, hey, maybe we shouldn't have put you back on the bench. Keep me out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, another bit of news here. We're going to talk about two things. First thing first, Cooper Rush. Now, this is where the Cowboys have decided to not rush Dak Prescott back from injury. Dun, dun, <laughs> uh, I love my dad joke. So <laughs> he's winning. Yes. So why? You can't argue, you can't argue with winning. I think their defense is having a huge part in that. But their biggest test this weekend against the Eagles, 5-0 and Eagles undefeated. How do you think that one plays out? Do you, do you go the Eagles, who are flying high on both defense and offense? Or do you pick the super stout defense of the Cowboys and a upset from the undefeated Cooper Rush? Ooh, that's I, You know what? I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, yeah. And I think for the Cowboys, uh, one of the running backs has to show up and, and have the game of their life. I hope they have the game of their life because I'm playing Cooper Rush as my flex QB. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because you know, it's bye weeks. Um, yeah. You, you need to put somebody in. So right now I'm like, all right, well, I got Cooper Rush. He's been doing okay. Like I'd rather put him there than say Jalen Warren, backup running back for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So like, uh, when I'm the, looking the at way he's play, the way he's playing, he's playing better than Russell. Yeah, I think right. I, you know I'm better than Russell. <laughs> we should, we or, should make PJ Walker bet versus Russell Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what? Like he he is he's the the team is winning. He's put them in a position to win so why rush Dak yeah. Prescott back let him get he- let him get healed properly okay so you still have you still have um 12 games left even if he misses the next two 
that still gives them 10 games to get back into a rhythm with the team before the playoffs hit. Yeah. And the way they're going, they'll, well, uh, the Giants might be taking that division, but the way they're going, they, they might think could take a, a wild card spot. Could like, oh man, it's, it's crazy to think that that division, once the, the lauded trash heap of, of the league is now one of yeah. the, or as of right now, the best division in football. Well, I still wouldn't go that quite that far. No, they, but... they are based upon record. They're currently oh. the best division in football. I still think that it's just the lowly commanders who are bringing them down. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think I still think the Chiefs, Chargers. Sure, we we know that is the better division. However, yeah. based upon record. Yes. Yes. Based upon record, there is a. Five and O team, a four and one team, a four and one team, and whatever the commanders are. Yeah, I have no idea. Who cares? The, the commanders, they suck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, now to my next bit of news. To me, this one, I'm going to share with you guys a term called homeritis. Some of you might be familiar with this. I don't think it's a term that I've invented, but it's a term that I'm going to embrace and wear because I suffered from it this past weekend. As some of you may know, I am a Lions fan. And I thought, hey, my Lions are the number one offense in football. They are scoring the most points because they have to, because their defense sucks so bad, they have to score lots of points to try and stay competitive. And I'm thinking, okay, hey, my Lions are facing the New England Patriots and undrafted rookie or seventh-round rookie Bailey Zappi. I, all right, I think, I think we have a shot at winning this. I, th- I think we have a very good shot at winning this. And I'm going to play all, all of my Lions. So Jared Goff, Jamal Williams, TJ Hawkinson, Amon St. Brown, and Josh Reynolds. Those are the guys that I own. Those are the guys that I played. And every single one of them burned me, burned me bad. And this is why I suffer from homeritis. I had a belief in my home team, the team I cheer for, that diluted my better judgment and I made poor decisions. So let me let me share my woes with you, and let's start a support group. If you suffer from <laughs> homeritis, <laughs> if you suffer from homeritis, please please talk to a friend. Please call a uh, a colleague. Talk to somebody who doesn't even watch football, and ask them to help you make a lineup decision. Take the decision out of your own hands and seek help. <laughs> Give somebody control of your dynasty league for a week. This is, you know what? Um, we, we have sleep. We use sleeper. That's our platform that we use and they allow us to have co-managers. So you can share the responsibility with somebody. Now in our league, um, our friend Evan from the RPG podcast is, is my co-manager. I really should have just reached out to him and say, hey, Evan, who's an Eagles fan, by the way. Evan, maybe, could you do me this favor? Can you tell, is, should I play Jamal Williams or should I pivot to one of my other running backs like Rashad Penny before the injury, <laughs> David Singletary, um, A.J. Dillon, somebody, somebody along that line 
uh, instead of just saying, yeah, you know what? He's it's Jamal Williams. There's no, there's no Deandre Deandre Swift. He's going to get all the work. It's going to be fantastic. No. Okay. So just <laughs> seek help folks. Okay. And on another note, this is just, just, just a little tip for you guys play all of your players against the lions because you will feast, 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 play all of your players against the lions. <laughs> That's your tip from a Lions fan. You will feast. I watched them become the number one defense in the league for the next oh, There's weeks. no way. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> they could be playing PJ Walker and whatever zombies they decide to roll out there over in Carolina and probably still lose. <laughs> in it right now. They can put up all the points they want in the world, but that defense is just going to let them walk through. It is crazy. Uh, I love Aiden Hutchinson, and I only heard his name once because he was being recognized for an award uh, back in uh, Michigan in next weekend. That's the only reason why they brought his name up on the news. Yeah, they like, do a that team did not show up for anything. Ridiculous. All right, right, at, right after I said, I think it was last week or the week before that. Oh my gosh, I wish they would show more of the line stuff. To, <laughs> to is why they to don't be more exciting. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure for all those Patriot fans out there. They loved. Oh, they were loving it. Yes, I'm sure. Uh, because I wanted. Okay, on another personal note, I wanted to go in to New England and just absolutely trash the house of Matt Patricia. I just wanted to dunk on him so bad. What a crappy coach! And then he calls what the offensive plays for this one and crushes the the Lions because he knows. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, Andrew, are you ready for some league talk? Yes, I uh, I am. We had, right. we had a, a good trade this week. Um, there wasn't much of a waiver wire, though. No, uh, there's not really a lot out on the waiver. Let's see. Real quick, the waiver wire was Adam Troutman was picked out. Oh, wait, wrong league. Wrong league. Here we go. Let's click on this one. Uh, there's been some interesting dialogue. There was a trade. Uh, but let's see. Diami Brown was picked up by Donnie for $21. DJ Dallas was picked up by Multi Beasts. That's Josh. Uh, he dropped Rex Burkhead. Bye bye, Rex. Uh, Marvin, our reigning champion, picked up Tevin Coleman. I think I think that was a bit of a hasty pickup, but it only cost him five bucks. That's no big deal. Yeah. And he also picked up Darius Slayton. To me, that was probably the best pickup of all of all, all the, the waiver wires. So that was good. Uh, there was a trade. And I, I like this trade because it totally signifies that Donnie is done for the season. I think I think you broke his spirit when he came back <laughs> and crushed him. So Donnie immediately um, processed the trade after the, the week was over uh, yeah. with reigning champion Marvin. So what happened is Donnie sent away Tyler Higby, DK Metcalf, Damien Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and a 2024 second. What did he get? Well, let us tell you. He received DJ Moore, because I think he's hoping that there's a trade where DJ Moore gets a, a new team. Shawnte yeah. Williams, who's going to ride the uh, the IR bench until halfway through next year. Isaiah Likely, who's a very sneaky tight end, I think very talented, yes. hiding behind Mark Andrews. He got Sky Moore. And yeah. 2023 first-round pick, which at the moment is looking to be a late-round first-round pick. Yeah. See, and I like I like likely and and more 
uh, just for their youth for them. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a very young outside of DJ Moore. Um, outside of DJ Moore, that was he's a bit of an older player. My concern here is Marvin now has DK Metcalf and Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. And yeah. That's he's, like he's, he's already tough again. Super, yeah, he's already a super stout team, and now he's just bolstering that even more. Yeah. So we'll get more into that when we get into our league match uh, breakdowns. But right yeah. now it's time for the sleeper report. Sleeper report. Sleeper report. Here it comes. <laughs> so the best manager of the week was done other than you, Andrew. Hey. He with 92%. You 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 passed, man. You passed. You did. You got an A grade. You earned 107.56 points out of a possible 116. So congratulations. You did very good in choosing your roster. I uh I I made a big comeback. So <laughs> you did. You're I should not have won last week. So no, but you did. And yes. you stayed out of the bottom. So that's that's good. Yes. The the next award we give out here is the worst manager. That is Slick. Slick, you earned 74%. You had 86.54 points out of a possible 130. Oh, man. Yeah. Tough break, man. And uh, to think, I bet on you, too. (laughs) Uh, The narrowest victory was not a narrow victory. This is crazy. We had every game essentially to me was was a landslide blowout. Juan and Gabriel had the closest game. Oh, they had so. the closest? That doesn't make sense. That does not make sense. Did I did I score that wrong, Did? Yeah, because oh well no, because I yeah, maybe. Is that what because that doesn't make sense? Because the score yeah, no, my my score of 107 doesn't is wrong. I'm at 136.18. I sc- I grabbed the wrong points. 136.18. 136.18. Yeah. Out of what? Out of a possible? Uh, I don't know. I don't have the report in front of me. Oh, geez. Now you're gonna make me go back and do math. Okay. Well, you you won. Oh, is that? Oh, that was one. That wasn't you. My apologies. I'm I'm giving you credit for something you didn't do. Oh, that's what I thought. So I'm taking that back. It's Juan. Juan, my apologies. Sincerely, you are the best manager at 92%. You you went 107 to 116. Slick, you know what you it was? What? You were I, was the, I was last week's manager. Yeah, and I, I failed to update the name. Uh, so the narrowest victory was Juan over, over Slick, over Gabriel, actually Laborbus. And that was... A 107.56 to 86.54. Yes. Whoa, wait a second. Yep, no, that's right. No, no, no. Give me a second here. Did we have a tie? No, Slick had 94.86. That's what it was. Yes. Again, I did not change the name, so it wasn't Slick. Oh, I'm doing it again. Gabriel, a.k.a. Laborbus. You had 86.54. Juan beat you by 21.2 points. So the moral of the story is the narrowest victory was by 21.02 points. That's not that narrow of a victory. That's pretty, pretty big wide spot. But, but, Mm -hmm. but 
had Gabriel optimized his bench, he would have yeah. won the week. He would have won. But you, you don't know which trash players on your bench are going to go off. Exactly. exactly. That's the tough part. So, um, Chervin, you won highest score of the week. I am validating that. I can see that right now. Um, Chervin, highest score, 146.34. So, congratulations, Chervin. And lowest score of the week and earning the title of poor man of the week, Gabriel with 86.54. Gabe, I think that's your second toilet flush yes. of the season. Sploosh. The roller coaster continues. Do you remember this was what happened to him last year? Where yes. he'd go from like 130, 140 points to the lowest in the league, just like week in and week out. Like that's just yeah. like it's oh, that's a frustrating thing to be on. It's it, it's it, it wouldn't be so bad if he was winning, right? Like some of these low scores. Yeah. If he was still pulling out of uh, like his his roller coaster, his 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 bottoms at the roller coaster, if he's winning those weeks still, but yeah, it seems when he's when he bottoms out, he bottoms out big time. Which right. is unfortunate, but it is. Do you want to do you want to lead us into the next segment where we review our matchups? Sure. You know, last week um was a very interesting week. Um Gabriel and I uh looked into our crystal balls and and did very well. We both ended up uh 4 and 1. Um, Mike, you ended up uh, one in four, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I'm trash this year. And Donnie, who hasn't been doing it for very long, has almost caught you in in <laughs> in victories. But he went uh, he went above five hundred again at uh, at three yeah, and yep. two. So, so let's recap the winners. Uh, yes. Bryce beat me. Chervin beat Josh. You beat Donnie. Juan beat Gabriel. Marvin beat Slick. Yes. I went one and four, you four and one, Gabriel four and one, and Donnie three and two. Yes. And surprisingly enough, Donnie actually picked me to beat him. He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's not confident in his roster, if you can't. No. 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 He made that awesome playoff push last year and then decided yes. to pull it up. But you know what? It, it, it wasn't um, just the playoffs last year. He, he was very, very consistent at the top mm-hmm. of the league all year last right. year. Yep. Um, I think it was just the last week or two that he faltered. Um, but he he had a very dominant team last year. So it's 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 interesting to see how you can go from the very high down to the uh, down to the dredges. Anything can happen any given Sunday. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. All right. So here's so Dan. our overall totals. Yeah. Um, Mike, you're at eight uh, and 17. Ooh. You got a big hole to climb out of there, sir. <laughs> um, I'm 14 and 11. Um, Gabriel, seven and eight. And Donnie above 500 as well with uh, six and four. So. Yeah, I got a big hole to dig out of. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I I might be get I might be getting bold in our our predictions. <laughs> Trying to do like the, the comeback. Mm-hmm. Like the, I, I gotta get crazy. So I have done no research this week, other than here we go. Other than one one matchup, which is you versus me. Yeah, well, um, and, when the, and when the week started, I was dumb. 
I was dominating you. I don't know what you did, but you switched some players around on me. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to tell you after we've made our selections. Now I know I'm picking me and I'm going to say you're picking you just for reasons that we will get to in a bit. Right. Yes. Yes. So real quick. um, I was in trade talks to trade away Christian McCaffrey. Oh, Mm -hmm. and then you made this proposal and I'm like next week. Put the brakes on that one, eh? Put the brakes on that one. I need Christian this week. Ah, but I think they are going against a tougher team, aren't they? The Rams. Yeah, so he might not get you your 15 points. Doesn't matter. He's still my best running back. I'm yeah. not betting him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brown against Dallas. We just talked about that. Mm-hmm. They might not have a real high-scoring game. So here's my roster. Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey. I'm going with Devin Singletary as my second running back. A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Juwan Johnson as my tight end of the New Orleans Saints. I'm not confident in him. I might pivot. Who knows? I'm going with Jacoby Myers because it's bye week and I need bodies. Marquise Brown and Mike Williams. My bench does not offer a lot of alternatives outside of A.J. Dillon and Antonio Gibson. Maybe Deontay Johnson. That's a that's a player I might pivot to. He's getting some targets. I don't know, but that's essentially my only backup. My only tight ends on the roster that are active this week, Juwan Johnson. Uh, OJ Howard, TJ Hawkinson are on bye, and Cameron Brait and Dawson and Dawson Knox are on the injury list. Well, it's uh I think my matchups are a little bit more favorable. Yes. Break down. What's, um, what's your roster? Uh, my, well, I obviously got Mahomes as my quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're in tough against Buffalo. So that does concern me a little bit. Yeah, that one is uh, tough. Yep. Yeah. Um, I got Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Cream Hunt, uh, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett. Timeout, Tyreek Hill. What do you think about him having not Tua and not Teddy Bridgewater this weekend having a and, no and a potential foot injury. Yeah, what do you? Why uh, do you think his? He is either gonna have like the game of his life, or he's gonna be nothing. A, a nothing. Okay. And if if you look at his season, that's the way it's gone for him. Mm-hmm. He's had lots of highs and nothing, highs and nothing. So, <clears throat> we'll we'll see what happens. All right. Um, maybe continue. he can click. Maybe he can click with their 18th string quarterback, but throw the tight end as a quarterback, just maybe. Put him, just put him in as a wildcat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I got Kelsey. Oh, you can, forgot Lockett. I think oh, that's I your star player this week. Lockett could potentially be, or even Kelsey, if he can ride high on the uh, on what happened Sunday night or Monday night. Uh, then I got uh, Stills. Dude. I think he, I picked I just picked him up recently. Yeah. Uh, um, so I'm hoping he can be one of the Giants receivers. <laughs> uh, I threw in, I threw in AJ Green just because I think Arizona could have a good game against uh, Seattle. Seattle's defense is like Detroit's defense. It sucks. Yeah. You're going to put points up. Yeah. Uh, Duvernay. 
uh, is my my last uh, bench spot or my last uh, flex spot. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal a, an inside secret, a personal opinion here. I like Devin Duvernay. So do I. I think, I think he is a great. If you guys can get him on the on the cheap and stash him, he has proven to be the the number three target on that team. Sometimes the number two target. Like he's surpassing, he's surpassing Rashad Bateman. Yeah, he's the, he's getting uh, lots of looks. Yeah. Um, and I think he's some weeks he's taken full advantage of those of those opportunities, mm-hmm. and uh, I, again I think he. Uh, he could be their next in the next two years could be their top guy, their top receiver. Yeah. I like him. So if you guys are out there and you're looking for a super cheap stash player, I like Devin Duvernay. Um, Like you, my bench isn't real, real strong this week. Um, I've got some guys that are out and are on buys and, and, and stuff like that. Um, So. Yeah, you don't, you've got, Injury, 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 not playing, not playing. Paris Campbell, what do you it's tough because I don't I realize he's getting a lot of snaps. He's on the field, but he's not getting a lot of targets. See, and it's, I, I I contemplated playing him because they're going against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jacksonville has surprised a lot of teams this year. So this could be another game where Jacksonville steps up and and upsets the the, the Colts. Um, so I, uh, that might be a game decision. Do I throw him in and uh, as opposed to AJ green? Don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Cause you, you Jarvis Landry, I'm assuming you would play Jarvis Landry if he was healthy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chase Edmonds, if, if he was actually getting the ball. Okay. So just a piece of note here. Um, Raheem Mostert is uh, with an injury designation now. Didn't practice today. Yeah, but uh, again, I'll, I'll monitor that as the week goes on. Um, again, with their having them uh, really no quarterback, they may rely on their running backs. So maybe, maybe I might have to throw them in, but right now we'll see. Um, Really, that's about it uh, for my yeah, guys. options. Yeah. All right. So, but I'm 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 hoping my matchups work out better than your matchups, and and I can uh, I can draw the victory. Okay, we'll see what happens. I really need to draw the victory. <laughs> it, there's more. There's more behind this than than we're letting on. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, let's go um, to the next matchup, which happens to be Chervin and Marvin. Now, Chervin. Yes. Uh, coming off a, a victory and being the highest scorer of the week is going against our league champion, Marvin, who just made that that very big trade to acquire some sweet assets. Now, I can see that they've already set their rosters, and here's where we're at. Chervin is going to play Tom Brady, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Gabe Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster, ugh, Irv Smith, Leonard Fournette, Brandon Ayuk, and Christian Kirk. Okay. Here's the thing. I know you, you shuddered at Schuster. Yes. Garbage. But they are forcing the ball to him. If you, I know you didn't get the chance to watch the game Monday night, right. but they are, he's getting targets. They okay. are throwing to him quite a bit. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's have a look and see what options he might have in filling in the gap. Now, I'm looking at the roster here. 
and I immediately see Jerry Judy. And that's it. There's nobody else that I would dump onto this roster to replace somebody. And the person I would replace, Brandon Ayuk. But he's outscoring um, Jerry, Jerry Judy. Wow. Here's, here's the thing. Um, oh, that's his tight end, so he can't shoot. Yeah. Uh, Traylon Burks is out. Jahan Dodson, yeah. Dylan Tolbert, Josh Palmer, Terrace Marshall, all out. Devontae Parker. I'm not sure I would trust Devontae Parker. Um, Pollard, I think I would throw in and replace the I, If Barkley hasn't been doing anything. Barkley, not Barkley, uh, Elliot. The player you're Elliot. playing is me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Okay, so maybe Tony Pollard. I I might flex in. Otherwise, I like the lineup. Uh, I, yeah. I like Brady Cook, Barkley, Gabe Davis had a really good showing. That now that he's back and healthy, uh, to me the weak points on the roster are are Juju Smith-Schuster and Brandon Ayuk. I think everyone else is in a good situation. But there's not a lot of options with the injuries that he's got on the bench and the bye weeks. I think he's playing what I could very well be his best roster. Yeah. And on the flip side, um uh, Marvin's in the same Marvin's in the same boat. Like he's got his best roster out there. Okay. Well, um, let's... The only other thing that I might like, okay. So his lineup is uh, Kirk Cousins, Jonathan Taylor, Rashad Stevens. Ramonde Stevenson. Or Ramonde Stevens. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, recently acquired. Yes. Alan Lazard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tyler Higby. Um, Gordon. Diggs. And Metcalf. Okay. The only guy that jumped out to me on the on the bench um, was J.K. Dobbins. Ugh. Okay. So and again, they're going up against the Giants. So I don't know if that is a good, a good matchup for him. So here's here's the thing. Um, I was in some negotiations with with Marvin to acquire J.K. Dobbins. I'm in running back need. I don't have a solid running back too, and bye weeks will will come and make my life miserable. So he offered up J.K. Dobbins. I'm like, man, that's cool. Like, let let's talk. He's like, I want a first plus. I was like, ooh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm tapping out. I think here's my here's my thoughts on J.K. Dobbins. He is not playing well, not getting utilized, coming back from a rather horrific knee injury, and yeah. not performing what he needs to. Granted, he had one great game, uh, with really poor metrics. He's running for around three yards per carry. He's not getting a lot of playing time. He's only at 50% at best, if not lower, per game. Uh, and he's not touching the ball a lot. So he's extremely touchdown dependent. So playing a first plus for a running back who is still working his way back from a massive knee injury, uh, I had to pass. Then it was like, oh, how about two seconds? And I was like, yeah, still no. That's I, I I would give you a single second to take the risky chance on J.K. Dobbins. I recognize he's still young. He's the number one running back there right now. 
and he is trying to make something work, but they have not been able to, in three weeks, they have not been able to effectively work him back into the system. So I'm extremely hesitant. He has a bit super effective with the ball. I'm not sure I want J.K. Dobbins or that J.K. Dobbins outside of him scoring a touchdown is actually worth starting. Fair. It's a high Fair. risk, high reward, high risk, high loss scenario. There's there's not a lot of floor to me, comfort level wise, to to say J.K. Dobbins is is a guy I want to start because against the New York Giants, sure, I might be interested in starting him, but I'd rather play Devin Singletary. When I when I'm when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, I think the the Chiefs and the Bills will score a lot of points and the defenses will work and stuff is going to need to happen. I'd like to to think that Devin Singletary is going to get have to get worked in. Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs cannot carry the load uh, themselves. Devin Singletary, I think, will get more playing time and more touches than J.K. Dobbins. Probably. So, I'm like, if that's the case, then why would I pay up for for a guy who's going to get less work than somebody I already own? Yeah. The other the other piece that I see on with his team where he could potentially leave points on the bench um, is Joe Burrow against the Saints. I think they could light okay. the Saints yeah. up with a ton of points as where um, – Kirk Cousins, again, they're going against Miami, who's kind of in the same boat as, as the Saints. They're going backwards, not forwards. Um, I, th- I think uh, he could potentially leave points on the bench there. But, you know, I still I, I got to give it to him. He's a reigning champ. So <clears throat> my my pick would be Marvin in this in this week. Okay, well, um, to me, it's tough. Like, it, is. I, it is. This is a tough one, and they're close in the in the prediction. They're only they're less than ten points apart. So, because I I suspect Kyler Murray to have a great game, but th- that could be a wash. Uh, oh, that's not, that's my wrong wrong matchup. Yeah, I, think, I think I think Brady should have a good matchup here. I think he'll beat Kirk Cousins. But I do think Joe Burrow might actually be the better play. Um, I think the quarter, the running backs will end up being pretty much a wash. I suspect all four of these guys are going to feast. But Jonathan Taylor coming back from the injury might if, still might not be a hundred percent. If he plays, Jonathan, he, he yeah. says he's practicing, but uh, I would be a bit hesitant in that scenario. But it's not like he's not without a running back. He's got Melvin Gordon, who's going to see volume, mm-hmm. just as right. Um, Justin Jefferson, Gabe Davis, to be honest with you, I don't see much of a difference. I think Gabe Davis, outside of Stephon Diggs, who's also on the opposite side roster, like one of those wide receivers is going to feast. I don't think both will, but I think one of them will feast. Um, Alan Lazard is washed out by Juju Smith-Schuster. Tyler Higby is the tight end difference maker here. I think Leonard Fournette's a better running back than uh, Gordon, but when you're looking at the when you're looking at the flex plays, it's Fournette, Ayuk, and Kirk versus Melvin Gordon, Stefan Diggs, and DK Metcalf. And for that reason, I got to go Marvin because I think DK Metcalf, recently acquired, is going to be a massive decision maker. Yeah. I think Fournette will do better than than Gordon. Yeah. Um, because of the matchup. Like 
them against Pittsburgh, just Pittsburgh's defense. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, it's especially with Watt still being hurt. Um, they're just not as good um, as they once were. All right. Well, let's go talk, talk about the next matchup. Now these two guys are in contention to actually contest for the number one spot in the league. Yes. We've got Bryce on one side and Juan, AKA the Goliath killer. I could swoop in. <laughs> if I if I have a really good week against you, I could swoop in and and take first. <laughs> wow, wouldn't that be I something? Would, that would be something. I don't want it to happen personally. <laughs> I'd like to get back into the competition because I'm I'm teetering already. So just so you guys know, I'm putting it out there. If I lose to Andrew this week, I will talk tail. And whoa, will... whoa, whoa! Don't say it's just because you lose to me. <laughs> Because <laughs> here's the starting point. Do I think I have a, a, an amazing roster? Yes, except for my running backs. I have one. One that I'm confident in, and that's Christian McCaffrey. I love my wide receivers. I think I've got great wide receiver depth uh, and flex plays. I think I'm great at that. I like my tight ends. I'm, I can work with that. I can work with my quarterback. However, my running backs is where the weak point is. So if I lose this week, I will be taking offers on Christian McCaffrey be prepared to pay. Just saying. I'll give you a fifth rounder for him. Oh, don't you start. <laughs> All right. Bryce and, Bryce and one. Uh, and one. So here's, here's what uh, Bryce has got going on. He's starting Josh Allen. Great choice. Nick Chubb. Great choice. Great choice. Aaron joins. Yep. Uh, George Pickens. Wow. He's really climbing up. Hey, Yes. Getting Vargas getting some play. Really like what's going on here in George Pickens. Uh, Debo Samuel. Okay. Another great choice. Hayden Hurst. How, as the uh, resident Bengals fan, you, you like Hayden Hurst? He's getting targets. What do you think about that? He, he's playing he, time and he's averaging five targets a game. Yeah. Um, but it's, they're not real meaningful, though. What tight end outside of Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey are getting meaningful targets? Uh, true. True, but I'd like to see from just from a, a fan standpoint. My what would you call it? Fanitis, homeritis, homeritis. Um, I'd like to see him get more targets in the red zone than in the middle of the field. Right? Okay, sure. Be be more like Kelsey. Well, come up for this team last year was really good as a tight end. Yeah, I just i I think he just he needs a little bit more chemistry built with with Burroughs, and I okay. think it'll come in the second half of the year. All right, so Hayden Hurst, you said questionable choice. Yes. The rest of the roster is Michael Hardman. Ooh, that gives me a shiver. Uh, Jeff Wilson liked the play, and then Devonte Smith, who's actually starting to get some targets. He's actually starting to get worked into the system. So congratulations to him. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Now, I like everything except for Beagle Hardman. So let's have a look and see if there's somebody else worth playing. And um, Algier. Tyler Algier, you think? Maybe? Uh, Their setback is it's... He had 13 touches for, for no result. So I'd say no. Um... Tyler Boyd, but that's a 
you essentially he's going to play a lot of snaps, but he's not going to get a lot of targets. You got to wait for that big blow up week. So it's a gamble, big gamble. Uh, the other guys aren't playing. What about what about Ben Skoranek? He's playing lots and he's getting targets, way more targets than Allen Robinson. Um, or do you he's, wanna... he's he's actually been coming on stronger and stronger the last couple of weeks. I thought he's been he's been um, looked looked at more and more often. So he's starting to build a little bit of chemistry there. Yeah, I would with <clears throat> Miko Hardman's only getting forty percent of the snaps. I'd rather play Ben Skoranek, who's sitting in the 88 to 90% range. Yeah, 88% range of of snaps, which means he's on the field. He has an opportunity. And they're playing against um, Carolina. So, personally, I would, I would probably see anything. He, he may not see anything. Um, oh, man, it's tough. Yeah. yeah, maybe him. That's essentially where I would go off that roster. What does uh, what does Juan bring to the table? He's got Hertz and Sanders and Montgomery, which oh, two Thursdays in a row that could be really bad games. Um, Zay Jones, Adam Thielen, um, who's ooh, he's been feast or famine this year. Um, got Mark Andrews. He's been consistent, but going yeah. against the, the Giants' tough defense. Uh, Peoples Jones. Yep. Um, Waddle again. Does Miami have a quarterback that can throw? I don't think so. And McKenzie, um, who's going to get the scraps of Diggs and um, is he back? Is he healthy? He, he doesn't oh, yeah, have an injury designation. Know. In Isaiah McKenzie, good to go after clearing concussion protocol. Well, yeah. if Isaiah McKenzie's on the field, I think that hurts Gabe, that hurts Gabe Davis because I think they'll be they'll split it. Yeah. Okay. But his bench is ooh, it's tumbleweeds running through the desert. Um, he's got lots of zeros on his bench. It's a lot again. of buys, man. It's a lot of buys. Yeah. Okay. Um. So essentially, I think he's got the best his best lineup out there. Yeah, um, I'm going. Bryce. I would. I was in tight against Bryce. I was really, really in tight against Bryce the week I I I played him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a. I remember it being a close matchup, and I think yeah, Bryce will probably. Bryce, okay. will probably you're going Bryce as well. Yeah. You're not making many. Uh... <laughs> no, no. Like, like I want, I want, I want to get it right. I want to get it wrong. And like, this is this is where my heart is telling me to go. Um, I don't think the matchups are going to be that close. Um, yeah. All right, let's move up to matchup number four. We got Gabriel versus Josh. This Laborbus versus the Multi Beasts. Um, again, another three and two team, and uh, another two and three team. Uh, I love how close things have been in our league. There's, there's not just like a landslide victory going one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. All right. So Gabriel, who has been riding the roller coaster up and down, is going to put his feet to the fire because he's starting Matt Stafford, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards Elaire, Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase, Evan Ingram, Kenneth Walker, Mike Evans, and MVS. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but let's have a look. Does he have an alternative choice? No, because his really good players are on bye. Uh, yeah. Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Rashad, if, Bateman, if he can play, maybe or Dobbs. 
The Dubs, Dobbs. I, 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 I would immediately throw uh, Romeo Dobbs in. Uh, Are you Randall Cobb? Aaron, John, uh, Aaron Rodgers is loving Cobb lately. He seems to be the go-to guy. So <laughs> he loves Cobb all the time. <laughs> um, um, okay, so when I'm looking at the roster, I would be punting MVS because I am really not a fan. But he's okay. So he's consistently getting five targets a game and deep targets. So hits on one of those. Okay, so that's a high risk, high reward. Yeah. I like everything else about the lineup, though, outside of Matt Stafford, but he doesn't have a choice. It's Mariota or Lawrence. Yeah. So uh, take the low hanging fruit with Matthew Stafford trying to beat up on the poor little defenseless Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I. I really like his two running backs. Mm-hmm. Just from the standpoint, like. Again, I think Cincinnati, and I hope I'm not jinxing the team, but I think Cincinnati's going to feed on New Orleans. Um, and the way Edwards Alaire ran the ball last weekend, he was playing angry. Okay. And if he he plays angry again against Buffalo, because I don't know how much throwing Mahomes is going to be able to do against Buffalo, so it may be a running game. Maybe. Okay, well, no, I, I like it. I like where this is going. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at Josh's team. He's playing number one quarterback, Geno Smith. That still baffles me. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but it's happening. Uh, he's playing Alvin Kamara. Brian Robinson, a.k.a. Bulletproof. Yeah. Like that. Cooper Cup. T. Higgins. I hope T. Higgins is actually well to play, that he's not, not trying to trick us. Like last week where he did nothing. Uh, David Njoko, I like that at tight end. Cortland Sutton, Drake London, who's back from injury, and Austin Eckler. Oh, that Austin Eckler pick in the flex spot. That is that is beefy. I realize why. Just so you guys know, great point. Thank you very much to Josh for pointing this out. Thursday night players belong in your starting lineup, not in your flex spots. If you have a, a Thursday night player playing in your flex, please please move them to your starting lineup. That way you have the ability to actually make pivots and move anybody into your flex spot if necessary. That's just a little tip and trick from like, I'm not sure who invented that, but that's just a really good trick. Yeah. So I think that's why Austin Eckler is in the flex. And with that in mind, I can't, I can't not see uh, Geno Smith, Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler with Cooper cup. I think that Higgins is going to bite him in the butt. Does he have somebody else that he could throw in, say, on a moment's notice? Cam Akers, no. Keith Allen still out. No, you're great. Kissick, maybe against Chicago. That, um, but I don't know. Again, that game could be so boring. That I love how he's sitting, <clears throat> sitting George Kittle for David Njoku because George Kittle has done nothing. Well, he has been hurt, right? So uh, you don't even know if he's 100%. Um, never. He's never 100%. Ever. The one the one I would change, though, just because he's really pissed off, I'd put Rodgers in over Smith. Really? You, you'd yeah. put Rodgers in over Geno Smith? 
playing the Jets. Um, which yeah, the Jets are an approved team, but I still think Angry Rogers is better than Hot yeah. Street you know, Smith. Yes, okay. because right now, right now, I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to will the team to win because to turn around and say, "See, I told you guys in the press conference, I visualized it. It happened." Okay, well, I'm visualizing Geno Smith having a better week than Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. I, I mean, either way, I, I you know, quick, quick beer bet right here, right here, beer bet right here. Do you want to take it? Do you think Aaron Rodgers has a better week than uh, Geno Smith? Yes, because I think Geno Smith will have a better week than Aaron Rodgers. Sure. We'll All do. right. This, this is outside of our regular bet. This is just a quick little side bet. Uh, one beer. Sure. All right. Here we go. There we go. We'll put it up there. Uh, Gino Jordan Smith, in the doc notes. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? I, I got to get multi beast. He's just. I think he's too powerful this week. Uh, I love. I love the play. I just think my concern is going to be T Higgins. And if I don't think I don't what, think it'll matter. You don't you don't think Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards Lair, Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase, Evan Ingram, Kenneth Walker, Mike Evans, and okay, this is where the equalizer might be. MVS. MVS might score as many or fewer points than T. Higgins. Yes. But I just I I uh, oh man. Okay. You know what? Oh, I almost want to change now. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. In five, four, three, two. No, nah, I gotta stick with I gotta stick with Josh. Okay. okay. There we go. You were on the clock. I'm sorry, it. Gabe. I'm sorry. I really yeah. I know this is gonna turn around and probably bite both of us in the butt. Um, uh, but okay. Last matchup of the week. <clears throat> We've got Donnie versus Slick. This one up here. Oh, this just in. That's my news nose noise oh. call. Um, Donnie has submitted his pick for this week. So just to give you guys a heads up, he has chosen me in matchup number one. Marvin in Ooh. matchup. He chose Juan, the Goliath killer, in matchup number three. He chose Josh in matchup number four, and he is choosing Slick. He's choosing his opposition this week. That, that's not a telltale sign, hey? So real quick, uh, here's what Donnie, Donnie's playing this week. He is Justin Herbert, Brees Hall, with Michael Carter, both the starting running backs. DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Kyle Granson, tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. Bold, bold choice. Uh, Eno Benjamin, Rashad White, and Alec Pierce. I do like the Alec Pierce play. I think, I think he's probably the, the best best second receiver on that team behind Michael Pittman. So that's awesome. Um, He is not playing. Oh, well, yeah, there's a reason why he's not playing anybody else because there's not anybody else. All right. But no, no, he's Claypool is now an afterthought. Kenny Pickett doesn't look that way enough to make it work. So, all right, let's have a look on the other side. We got Lamar Jackson. James Robinson, Raheem Mostert, who's playing, who's injured, who might not play. I'm actually like knee sideline practice on Wednesday. I'm not optimistic about Raheem Mostert, but then he's got CeeDee Lamb, Curtis Samuel, Dallas Goddard, Michael Thomas coming back from injury, Najee Harris, who doesn't seem to run the football anymore because he's more of a pylon kind of guy. 
and Rondale Moore. Not a super strong lineup, but I think stronger than Donnie's. What has he got on the bench? Travis Etienne? You wouldn't play Travis Etienne? I'd flex him in. Probably. Uh, Terry uh, McLaurin? I would, I would just, okay. You're not playing Terry McLaurin? Or Michael Gallup? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't play Michael Gallup. I'm not, I'm not there yet with Cooper Rush. Or even Mooney against yeah, Chicago. Or against on, uh, Washington. Darnell Mooney is playing a ton of snaps, but Justin Fields is throwing the football. So I get yeah, why he's throwing the, the football against Washington. So, or even Taysom Hill. But Taysom Hill, yeah, he's getting but, some crazy, uh, crazy opportunities so running maybe. the football. Yeah. That's a funky mm-hmm. offense where they, you never know who's going to get the ball on that on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I see lots of options here for Slick yeah. to make changes. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Donnie. Slick. I'm just going to throw this in, and you yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. You going Slick? Yeah. But you know what? Okay. Oh, oh, you know I have do have a difference in in one one matchup. The, so the most important matchup of our week. It's you and I will be oh, different. Man, I almost want to switch back to Gabriel. Okay, Dang, final man. chance, man, because we're about to move over. Yeah, you want no, to just just leave it. Just you want to ride it. the roller coaster? Uh, just leave it. <sighs> okay, there we go. So real quick, I am Mike, Marvin, Bryce, Josh, Slick. Andrew, you are Andrew, Marvin, Bryce, Josh, Slick. No, change me. I'm going Gabriel. Oh, he did it. <laughs> he talked himself into it. Gabriel, he's picking yeah. you. He's riding that roller coaster. He's going to see what happens. All right, then, Donnie, you are Mike, Marvin, Juan, Josh, and Slick. Wow. Okay, here we go. Pivoted right on right on the air. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. I'm putting the good vibes out for Gabriel. I just I hope it doesn't burn me. Come on, Gabe. Yeah, that's a great way to put good vibes in there. I hope it doesn't burn me. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. let, let's move into the, to the bet of the week. And our bet last week was a pick six winner. So we needed to pick six NFL teams to win. Scoring is done by differential. So you want to pick teams that win big. If your team loses, those points count against you. So pick a team oh. wisely. It was a snake draft. You picked first. Your first pick was the Titans. They won by four points. You then picked the Vikings, who won by seven. The Dolphins, who lost by 23. The Eagles, who won by three. The Bucks, who won by six. And then the Rams, who lost by 12. That gives you a total points of minus Fifth mm-hmm. My first pick were the Buffalo Bills, who won by 35. And thank God they did, because I'm sure my uh, my next choices would have killed me. I picked the Packers, who lost by five. The Chiefs, who won by one. The 49ers, who won by 22. That was another really good pick, thank heavens. And then the Jags, who lost by seven. And then my lowly, lowly Lions, who lost by 29. But... If my math is correct, I won because I had plus 17. Yes, yes, you did. Woo, woo. Now, you've been dominating our league matchups, but yeah. I've been dominating our bets. So I will gladly take this portion of, of the show, um, take that victory. I'm now leading 4-1, as you get to decide what we do this week. And what well, did you decide, Andrew? Because we are going head-to-head, and 
I like my matchups better than I like your matchups. We are using our head-to-head as our as our bet. Best man take best team take all. Best team takes all. Whoever wins, that's who wins this week's challenge. I I was up for it, which is why I did not trade Christian McCaffrey. I would have traded him this week. I was in negotiations to send him to another loving team and potentially punt my entire season until you made that bet. (laughs) And the moment you did, I'm like, yeah, okay, you know what? Let's put a pause on this. Let's, Let's circle back. So secret trade partner when you hear this depending on how my season go or not my season this how my how this week goes when i win i'm not selling but if i lose well the offer's out there you guys christian McCaffrey <laughs> will be up for grabs along with some other players ah uh, maybe yeah i i'm not sure i want to sell my receivers i love my receiving core um Essentially, I'd be I'd be looking to to sell and try and get some some picks to try and take some shots on some some running backs for next. Yeah, yeah, that would be the plan. All right, well, that is the end of this week's show. I greatly appreciate you guys listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun hosting you guys. Uh, we do this each and every week. We are a year round long podcast. We do this for the it's and giggles because that's a censored word if you guys didn't know, or it can be, the it's and giggles. So if you do want to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook. We are at Poor Man Football. Uh, That's all one word, Poor Man Football. And may the football gods forever shine on you this week. Andrew, I wish you a timely death in fantasy football. May Travis Kelsey stub his toe and get lost on his way to uh, to the stadium. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see where it's going. Yeah. Hey, man. So, so I'm going to take our bet for the week, and I'm going to take the beer <laughs> <laughs> because my quarterback is good. Because uh, um, uh, your boy this? Aaron Rodgers is going to come and rescue. Yes. 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 My favorite guy in the world yeah. is going to do me a solid. <laughs> he's gonna channel his Nick Cage and come That's back right. with a rage. I'm going to visualize a victory where yes. you are drinking the beer and not me. That's right. <laughs> right, right. Okay. It's gonna be fun. Yes. All right, folks. Well, again, thank you very much for tuning in. This is the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We are a show that loves to talk about dynasty football. So from one poor man to another, remember if it's not fun, it is not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everybody.